0: Oh, so I tell my son this. Every time I travel someplace, I figure out if they're hiring somewhere. So it is always about, can I live here? I know I can because I know I'm over New York. Um, I went to college in Atlanta and I wasn't supposed to leave, but I left and then came back to New York, married, child, that sort of life. But I always felt like I had outgrown New York. So being other places gives me a perspective of what it is to be outside of New York.
1: Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world, and we're at season four, voyage twenty-two. And today we have an amazing guest. But before we go there, don't forget subscribe, like, comment, and enable that notification bell so that you guys know when the next episode drops. So, uh, my lady, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Well, so, tell us, tell the audience who you are and what you do.
0: Well, my name is Candice. I'm an administrative assistant for a nonprofit organization based in Manhattan. I also do some side work. Handy Candy is what they call me.
1: Handy Candy, huh? That yes. sounds uh, that sounds interesting. That's me. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, tell us about your first experience traveling.
0: My first experience traveling. Uh, my dad took me everywhere. We always went on road trips as a kid. Family reunions uh, with him and his girlfriends. Uh, the first one I remember is probably going to South Carolina to a family reunion. But um, a lot of traveling to L.A. I have an uncle that lives out there. And that is my fondest travel memory of as a child. So, so that
1: would be what for me that your fondest memory?
0: Uh, the vibe. Everybody knows if you go to Cali, not L.A., but L.A. County and you travel out there, you just know it's just so different from the East Coast. So it's laid back, chill vibes. Um. And just not being in New York. Anything not New York, I feel like is a vibe. So that is my my fondest memory and the reason why it's my vibe. I feel like you're coming for me saying anything not. I mean, I was born in Queens, raised in the Bronx, but I mean it's bigger than New York. It really is. Contrary to popular belief, it's bigger than New York. So Cali gave me that feeling and that awesome. knowledge. Okay, okay. So what is what inspires you to travel? Experience uh, being well-rounded, seeing new people new cultures, how people live and how they operate. Uh, just being somewhere other than where I'm from. That's definitely my answer.
1: So what about that kind of, um, makes you want like, cause the thing is, is like we get to see different things, different experiences. Like, what is it like that? Is it like a euphoria? Is it like a feeling like you're finding new homes?
0: Oh, so so I tell my son this. Every time I travel someplace, I figure out if they're hiring somewhere. (laughs) So it is always about, can I live here? I know I can because I know I'm over New York. Um, I went to college in Atlanta and I wasn't supposed to leave, but I left and then came back to New York, married, child, that sort of life. But I always felt like I had outgrown New York. So being other places gives me a perspective of what it is to be outside of New York. Okay. Okay.
1: So, do you happen to have like a top five places you visited?
0: Um. So my first international travel as an adult was Aruba this past December. That's on the top of the list because it was a first. Um, Morocco being my second definitely is up there. Um, but I love California. Like I said, I love being in LA. I love the vibe there, as big and as fast paced as it is. I love it there it's it's fast paced but it's also a chill vibe so that's on the top of my list that would be number three my son lives in Florida so that has to be on the list he's in southwest Florida um and five but this was no particular order actually Atlanta I love Georgia Georgia's a whole nother vibe everybody speaks everybody's kind everybody's warm and friendly um so yeah that was five right there okay without even trying okay okay
1: so now you 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 mentioned Morocco, yes. You know Morocco for you, yes. The two, yes. Epic epic experience, yes. So tell us a little bit about your your journey to Morocco, like from getting ready, getting there, there, and then your way back.
0: Morocco. The experience. Okay, so getting ready to go to Morocco, excuse me, it's a little warming. The studio is hot. Uh, so preparing for Morocco was definitely uh took some discipline financially. Um I definitely put myself on a budget so that I can pay for the trip. And that was a big deal because there was no question that I, I had to go. My my girl Jackie, the catalyst, uh basically changed my life since I met her. And it was only right to be a part of such a experience that I had no idea it would be such an experience. So, um, preparing for it financially was a big deal. Budgeting, honestly, meal prepping, putting myself on a food budget, you know, paying my bills and not going out, not hanging out, not, you know, spending frivolously, um, and just. You know, paying things down. That was the big thing, being able to afford it. It's not a, it wasn't a cheap trip. There wasn't no, yeah. you know, it wasn't this no ninety-nine dollar round not trip, not Atlanta it, trip. Now I hear this,
1: right? So um I'm gonna interrupt you. Absolutely. Totally. So she made sure that she set herself up financially to be able to make this trip. I think the biggest misconception a lot of people make is that you gotta drop down load on whatever trip that you make. And one of the things that we were fortunate to do was work with Stella Travels. And being able to kind of- Shout out to Stella. Shout out to Stella. Be able to set up a payment plan for our guests. Because at the end of the day, you know, the original plan may not have worked for everybody. But mm-hmm. being able to work with a travel agent that would um, manage accommodations, manage excursions, transportation to and from the hotel, definitely helped. So Absolutely. Appreciate that. So yes. continue. So yes. now you've, you've gotten your meal prepped. You've gotten
0: everything together. Yep. Prepped, and now it's like you got to pack. Okay, the pack. I'm usually someone if I'm going on a trip, I'm packed the week before. The bag is zipped and it's at the door. Oh,
1: she better than me. I'm uh, okay. not Morocco Until the minute. Not
0: Morocco. I was packing till the day of um because I wanted to be ready. You go on to a whole other country. I did the extension, which I guess we'll talk about. but um the original trip is a five day. We have the option to do a 10 day. I did the ten day. So you have to pack for everything. And, um, that took some work and some packing and repacking and repacking, but, um, repacking and repacking and then packing again. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I packed until the day of, um, it's the weather there is much like spring in New York. So it's up and down. It's cool. Very cool evenings, but very warm and temperate days. So you got to pack for some cute short sleeve stuff. And then you got to pack that sweater and that jacket. And Them
1: sneakers, and not to forget, the bride had an entire oh, tra- right, wait a minute, in which people had to be dressed. There were themes, color coordinated, color
0: coordinate.
1: almost every day. Yeah, but you know, she saved this, she saved this the last two days. Thank you.
0: Yeah, we, we got to freestyle by yeah. the grace.
1: So, she gave us great. So, we got <laughs> setting up your budget, yeah, making sure that things are taken care mm-hmm. of. We got packing now, mm-hmm. the transportation. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not sure about you, but my trip was a connecting trip to Paris mm-hmm. and to Paris to Marrakesh. What was yours like?
0: Mine was JFK, which, it, no. It was a Newark or was it JFK? It was JFK to Casablanca and then Casablanca to Marrakesh. So, was that is that accurate? Yes, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. We were on Salt Plane, actually. No, salt, flat, I was on the plane flat, with, flat, with the said. ride, with the ride tribe it was about nine or ten of us moms and aunties and bosses and friends so we were on a soul plane and um it was a great experience I can't I mean for it to be such a long trip um I took the uh what's that seat by the went by the doors the exit I took the exit seat I had a great time oh I have one room okay, okay. and um that helped out um but but the time is the time I drank. As much as I could. Listen, listen, they keep coming around, and they don't have hard alcohol, so they was looking at us crazy because it was Ramadan, and we definitely were drinking all the wine, all the wine. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the travel experience. It was fun. I I made the best of it. When you make the best of it, and you were good people. It doesn't seem like oh my god, we want to play for however many hours. Um, yeah, I don't have any complaints about that. Okay,
1: so now you get to Marrakesh. For first of all, you mentioned your. You're just starting with your international travel. Yes. Right? Yes. So, you know, we kind of set the tone. Like, look, Marrakesh is not like everything else. But um, what was what was it like when you got there? Because, like, you know, I think Marrakesh is probably the most beautiful city in Morocco. Okay. Um, there's a couple other spots. One of the beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, what did you think when you got to Marrakesh?
0: Uh, when I got there, I was relieved. We made it. We <laughs> All the prep. All the, uh, you know, budgeting, all the packing, all the anticipating, all the talking about it. Once we landed and we met our tour guide, Sight. shout out, shout out, oh, oh, oh my goodness. Man. I think without him, the trip would have been a different experience. Mm-hmm. But once we landed and he met with us and he got us on our, our buses to the hotel, I mean, I, I was with it. We were with a group of people that I felt like I would have a great time with. And I did. It was, it was a meet, oh, excuse me. It was amazing to be with so many people. I knew about half of the crew, but to be with people that you just didn't know, but that was just with it. That was just down and just really good and really all melded well together. So, I mean, I had a great, I don't have any complaints. Okay. I don't have, not a fun. So-
1: so you get to Marrakech, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is, this is kind
0: like this, it's like this. Bitch.
1: Now, you know, uh, you know, my bride is a bougie. So we stayed at the one and only Janata Town. Talk
0: about my friend. like?
1: And the hotel itself. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the hotel?
0: You know what? It was beautiful. Um, it was out of a magazine and she's been in plenty of magazines, mm-hmm. but to be there and walking the grounds and experiencing it was like I'm you know I've been saying it was indescribable but it was really indescribable it's almost like you are living a fantasy I wasn't getting married but I was part of a marriage you know and a part of a marriage and wedding experience and it was like this is the stuff that you wake up and you say oh I had a dream that I was in paradise that's what it felt like yeah that's the word paradise paradise It was just wonderful walking from the main building. I actually had the pleasure of seeing in the owner's home. So she has, uh, I believe five different buildings and one of the buildings is her actual home and myself and my roommate, we stayed in one of the rooms in her home. So, um, just indescribable, like, like, uh, euphoria and like, you know, you wake up and it's like, oh, I actually did this. I hope well, You wake up in Morocco, it's like, oh, I'm in Morocco. Okay, so uh, euphoria, wonderful, indescribable, like
1: all up and up. So one of the things a lot of times that happens in group trips is your organizers like jam pack a oh. trip with events. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't go to everything because I didn't feel yeah. like I needed to go to.
0: Everything. Yeah, I did oh. everything.
1: Did you feel like the the and shout out to Stella again? Do mm-hmm. you felt like you know the having the option to choose which one you went to, um, and actually doing the excursions helped with the trip because
0: well I did everything. Time, right? yeah it was it was my first time so I was like check me off I'm I'm with the shits mm-hmm. give me all of me when when can I ever when will I ever be in this place having this type of experience. I don't know any of my other friends that are going to Morocco and have a wedding, a five day wedding, you know, plan, you know? So I did everything because I wanted to experience everything. And, um, there were, we, I mean, we complained, but we was, we were with it. I mean, we, we got them every day. They were late every day. Not me. No, that's a fib. That is a fib. I mean me, I said they were late. They, so I, not, my name's not Handy Candy. Not, Kansas. but they were late. No, I was on time for breakfast. I was ready. I was standing at the bus waiting. I did everything. I was on time. Me, mm. I was on time. Okay, uh, and I enjoyed everything. Every last experience. Um, the uh, the what what ended up happening. I guess day four, day five It's like, I want to do my own thing. You know, and I and I was able to do that. I did it. You know broke off into a smaller group and got to explore on my own. And that was all I needed, but the trip was curated. So it was so much to do that you, you know, your time was felt and you got to experience as much of Morocco, Marrakech as you could. So Okay.
1: Okay. So Voice 22 had two pivotal moments in it. Mm Mm-hmm. There was um The wedding the dinner. Uh, the, Christmas 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 Christmas. 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 the wedding is second. Christmas. We're gonna get, get on. We gonna get on, on, on it. So I'll talk about um and you guys are gonna see photos of this soon on the Atomic Travels page, but talk about that dinner table the night before the wedding.
0: <sighs> Again, another thing out of a storybook. Um we've been seeing pictures of this table and this setup and these flowers and this outdoor thing but when you walk up to it because we left the rooftop party on um basically like new orleans style but in morocco like you know second line sunday type setup where they were singing and dancing and playing music and yeah, then we and end the up
1: came out of nowhere gave us a nice
0: oh shut out <laughs> so my 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 boo <laughs> pops definitely gave us a show um but the walk down to the table, it it's you're you're in awe. That's that's a good word, in awe. Like you see it and you see it set up, and I actually peeked at them setting it up, mm-hmm. and it still didn't take away from the actual finished product of us sitting out there. And it was cool that night, mm-hmm. um, but I had a cape and I was ready. Oh, um, yeah, we had we didn't dress. sat blue satin dress. Yeah. About fifty plus
1: people on a super long
0: table. And it was it was intimate. It was really flowers in- and fire and candles and yeah, uh, yeah. You have to see pictures. I can't. It's I don't have the words. There are no words. And I went to school. There's no words. So
1: now that you know, um, I came out. You know, like a rapper. The next day, why? You know, trying to like- spit from the top. So tell us about the ceremony. What what uh, what can you say from your personal experience? Um, about the ceremony itself.
0: One, I was in charge of taking all the phones. I had a, I had a phone basket. We did not want to record this wonderful, intimate love ceremony. Um, and you know what? I walked up, it was mo- most of the people were sitting down by the time I walked up, and I just cried at that moment, just seeing everybody being committed to like you know, you think in your mind, wow, everybody came from America, like 50 people came from America collectively to go to Africa to see these two people that's how special they are and how worthy they are of having the the level of support that we provided so when I got there and I saw everybody um, it was overwhelming and I had a moment and then I collected phones and I sat down and just seeing this fly guy black Jesus PB purge page Mr. B um, just being this you know, wonderful person that he is, and having a moment with his dad, and then the actual ceremony. Um, Jackie walking down the aisle. I I'm I'm an emotional person. Um, I was at college and they called me crybaby, but I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. I know that I'm cute, whatever. But when she came down the aisle, there was this water that I was like, why are my eyes leaking? It was like, the, like I'm not even trying to be, you know how you be a cute girl crying? I'm like, I'm not even trying to be that. I'm trying to be a thug. I'm gang gang. Mm, gang, gang. And I just, I, I feel like everybody was, we couldn't help it. We were overwhelmed with emotion. It was it was the most natural, beautiful, organic ceremony. And i had have been married. And mine was, listen, this was the most like, real wedding I've, I've ever been a part of. So um, Jackie comes down the aisle. Page already saw her, but to see her again and to see them, at, you know, in the trellis with the officiant just standing there, it was just, like, magic. It was magic. It was better than Cinderella, better than all the Disney stories, you know, where the girl gets the guy because they, they got each other. And, um, yeah, people were sobbing. Like, you can... It was audible sobs. That's how real... Like people like, boo, hoo, Like, hoo, 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 hoo. Like people, it was that much. Like people were losing their breath. That's how nice it was. And um Mr. PB off the dome with the bows. Yeah. Um, listen, like, listen, so first okay, So, Luke, you know, I'm going yeah. to give her
1: some chance. Give to, me a second. She's about to start crying. Give me a second. And she may She, cry. she go over be so Stop sun. it. But, um, you know, <laughs> there's a moment there that, you know, I am that she doesn't say, right? So like, we know, Nothing. we're trying to record the, the ceremony and you know, I find myself being a little too controlled. So here's the crazy thing, right? Give you a know, if, um, I'm controlling, but my wife is as controlling as I am. Now, the topper was, I was trying to control the production of my own wedding.
0: While he was being <laughs> married, okay? He, listen, he relinquished listen. it to two very worthy and well-equipped people. Shout out to Jackie HD. And Ramon, but he was still like trying to hit it this way. So turn, turn trying to it this way. hit it this way, and it's like it's go- it already is what it is, but and it's and it's gonna be beautiful. But he definitely was like sideline producing, and I was like, if you don't get married,
1: Hey, please. listen, listen. You know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to get the right shot. You know what I mean? Listen, but um, listen, so I interrupted you. You you know
0: you was talking about some dope some dope lyrics. You know, I'm you was spitting dope. bars. Off the dome, and it was it was so natural and so beautiful, and um, you know we all felt that we all felt the 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 pureness and the trueness of the words, and I mean I I wouldn't have wore makeup because I mean we were all in these these ivories we were Ebony's and ivories that was the theme from the bride required.
1: Violent old,
0: violent old. This is what you gonna wear. Hi. Um, so I didn't want to cry because I'm brown, so I wear brown makeup. But it was like it was you couldn't even you couldn't even help it. It was just it was that natural, and that beautiful, and crying because you're a part of it. Crying because it was real. Crying because it gave you hope. Um, in black love, it was like a restored. Like no, y'all go get that because it's here. You know, you just got to be true to yourself. And I think they were both very true to themselves, and that's how they were matched. Um, and it was just a Picture perfect ceremony um, match with the time, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's all I got.
1: so you mentioned earlier that you had like an extension of your trip. yes, let's talk about that. how
0: extension so if i I should have wrote down all the places we went, <laughs> but the extension included us ending up in Casablanca with uh overnight in uh in the desert, we were in Fez. We drove up. I wrote the names down.
1: Oh, it's all good. Don't worry about it.
0: But we were everywhere. We literally went east to west to northeast, back west, back up north, and ended up in Casablanca. We had a, a long overlay in Portugal. And uh, it was life-changing just to be with the people that we ended up being on the extension were from the original trip. So they were, you know, with it too. I, I have no complaints. Everybody was just trying to be... In the moment, a part of the experience, enjoying the time, being someplace we've never been. You said you've been at three times. Yes, but it was it was everybody's first. Um, I was with the bride's aunt. Shout out to Iwanda. Listen, oh, Wanda's the real, the real MVP. MVP. I'm just saying, Listen, it, oh, Wanda you next. Iwanda, we love you. Um, and just just experiencing it with Saeed and the other people that led us on the tour. It was wonderful. I rode on a camel for the first and last <laughs> last time ever in life. I don't you know at, camel lives are not things you do on a regular. Um, but it was a one just a wonderful experience. I went sandboarding, I stayed in a Riyadh, um, we toured old city Fez, new city. We had a great tour guide there. And um just being a part of the culture and learning what they what they do and what they don't do. And Enjoyed enjoying and learning. So I had a great time. Um that was a paraphrase because it was just so it was just in depth. You know, the twenty four hours is you can't put it into uh the YouTube twenty minute, you know what I mean? So I mean but you perfect. Have, so listen, you got you have time to describe it, but perfect time. So with
1: that being said, your first time on the like, mm-hmm. continent. Mm-hmm. right? Be yes, the continent. The right? continent. Did so, like, that kind of shape so I usually ask my guests mm-hmm. did that shape your traveling while black experience? Right? So everybody has an experience here in mm-hmm. the United States. Mm-hmm. All right. There's different fears, there are different conceptions of like how we should move around. Mm-hmm. But traveling internationally, Aruba, now Marrakesh, mm-hmm. like what has traveling while black been for you?
0: Um, well, speaking specifically on Morocco, uh, there's a um, it there's a spectrum of experiences. So one, you go to places where I would compare, so I would compare the market to maybe like 42nd Street. So you get people that know you're a tourist and they're trying to get your money. And then you get people that just, you know, are chilling. And then you get people that don't want you there. Like I know when I'm in Harlem and I see a tour bus full of non, you know, visitors. Visitors, will call them. It's like, what you doing here? Why are you here? Right? And and you do get that. But then you also get people like, hey, where you from? Oh, you know, and just have that, that are able to have a normal interaction with you and not try to push things down your back. Then you got peddlers, just like anywhere else. So people just want, just, just know you're here. So figure you have money and want what you have. And then you get people that kind of like hecklers, you know, like I was with someone and I, I found out when they call you Shakira. They're talking about your breasts. Not that you look like Shakira the singer, but that you're currently, or have full breasts. So they call you Shakira, Obama, Serena, um, Aisha, uh, because that's an Arabic, uh, name, but it's like a black girl name. So you, you learn, you learn what is like playful. I don't think there's, there is malice involved, but you kind of get, you know, they hackle you. So there's that. And then there's the people that will have a whole conversation with you and end up spending money because they're, that personable, but overall, again, I would, I would do it again. I would do it again. Did it shape my thinking of Africa or the motherland? No, because I know each country is very different. I will say this one of um, our tour guide in Fez, she, uh, we were passing some dark skin Africans with Pat were were passing us. I, I think maybe Senegalese or Nigerian and we're in Morocco, a country in Africa. And she said, yeah, the Africans come to visit. And what I said was, ain't we in Africa? <laughs> and you know, one of the people I was with said, you know, well, she meant Sub-Saharan. I said, I know what she meant, but what she said was Africans come to visit as if we're not in Africa. So that stuck out, um, but it is what it is. She was fair-skinned, she was more Arab. Descent, so there is still that you know there is still colorism and separatism if that's a word that goes on i guess that's a worldwide thing but um you know overall i mean i took that in stride because we got that here people don't think they black people don't think they african or don't have it in them but um you know it is what it is
1: okay so to wrap things up like what are some tips that you would give somebody that's just Get ready to start traveling, whether it's to go coast to coast, mm-hmm. whether it's go to the south, whether it's going international, whether like maybe five tips. Three to five tips.
0: Three to five. Okay. One, I would say stay open. Um, be willing to just be of where you're going. Um, I was with people that wanted specific food and wanted this and that. It's like, I want the experience. So give me what you have as opposed to I want this, I want that. Um, So stay open for sure. Um, I think a tour guide, if you're going to be there for an extended time, I think a tour guide is dope. I had a great experience with our tour guide. So that would be something I would recommend if you're going to be there and want to actually learn about the culture and the people and the historic um, components of where you're traveling. That's two. Number three, go with people that you know you're going to enjoy. Don't go with your stick-in-the-mud friend or don't go with your, your bougie friend or don't go with your friend that's not with it. Like, go with people that are ex- explorative and willing to hang out and do different things that's not normal to their their regular, um, you know, day-to-day. That's three. That's yeah. That's it. Save. Save. If you are if you're someone like me, um, you know, some people make a lot of money. Some people make a little bit of money and some people be in the middle. Um, but I would, I would save as much as possible so you can have fun. Um, I spend more than I planned. I spend a lot more than I planned. So the more you save, the better you are. Um, yeah, that's my last one. That's all I got.
1: And where can people find you if they can find
0: you? So I'm not on social media because y'all crazy, but I am, I'm around. My name is Handy Candy. Kid is Lori. If you know Paige, you know me. If you know Jackie, you know me. And that's all y'all need. Well,
1: thank you very much for being on the show.
0: My absolute pleasure. My absolute pleasure.
1: This is another dope episode with another dope person. I say to y'all, stay safe. Peace.
0: Peace.